0: The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use code Ross. That's code Ross for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-HOPE NY or text HOPE NY four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented, of course, by DraftKings that we are recording after the games on Sunday night, because I'm not going to be able to sleep for a while anyway. Anyway. So we might as well get it while well, everything is fresh in my head. It is a new week, which means we have new winners. You Now you know how much I appreciate, genuinely, every one of you. Anyone that consumes any of our shows, audio, video over at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, or even just on social, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, I genuinely love all of you. I'm that type of person. Like I tell people I love them a lot. I tell people that I love them that they're maybe surprised I say that, but I'm an optimistic person. I'm an enthusiastic person. I love life. I love people. I really love those of you that just do a little something extra. Like I, I already love everybody, but I super duper love those of you that spread the word some way. I have awesome things to send you. I have awesome press passes that nobody else you know has. Just engage with any of the live streams when you see us post them. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, as well as Facebook, or take advantage of any of our sponsors. I've told you guys this before. I'll tell you again. Westshorehome.com/slash Ross. All you have to do is get a free estimate, and you'll be an automatic winner, or Myfrontpagestory.com. Get the best Valentine's Day gift for your loved one you've ever gotten them. And I will send you a signed press pass. That's all you have to do. It's not like you're entering a contest, not like maybe you'll get one. No, you will get one. I promise you, I will send you one. It's my it's me writing out your address. It's me signing it. It's me licking and putting the stamp on. I promise. Myfrontpagestory.com. Love it. Love all of you. We'll get the YouTube shout-out in. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Just subscribe and make a comment, and I'll get that video for you. Brendan Hurst is the patron of the day. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: All right, Ross. There's only two games to break down, but we do like to hear your overall themes and takeaways on Monday. So what are they?
0: Well... Luckily for you, Jack, I wrote these down. Um, You know, and I tweeted this at Ross Tucker NFL. Coaching is just even more important, I think, than we realize. Even more important. First of all, Andy Reid had Mike McDonald's number early in that game. Kudos to Mike McDonald for the adjustments to then stop the Chiefs. But... It was kind of too late by then. I mean, evidently it was because they were up 17 points. You know, they, were up, they scored 17 points. But especially the first two drives, Andy Reid had a really good plan. The Chiefs executed it. They got the lead. McDonald adjusted, but the Ravens weren't able to score enough points on offense because I thought, and I know both these guys. It's crazy. I feel like I know all these guys. I mean, I talked to Munkin before the game, Mike McDonald. I didn't get a chance to say hi to Spaggs. I talked to Andy Reid, interviewed him after the game. You know, Spags had Todd Munkin's number in this game. Although I say that, and the Ravens had their chances too, right? I mean, the Ravens had their chances, but it did feel like Spags was at coaching is important. Really, really important. And I thought the Lions were out coaching and out playing the Niners in the first half of that game. And then I thought, Yes, the the Niners benefited from some very fortunate plays, and the Lions had some costly, costly drops and and miscues. But the coaching, like on third down, at the end of the game for the Lions, you cannot run the football there. You cannot. You can't put yourself in a situation where you have to recover the onside kick. We can debate the fourth downs where he went for it, I don't think you can debate the third down. You have to throw the ball. Have to throw the ball. Critical error there. And then there's just other critical errors, you know, that... And maybe it's coaching, maybe it's not. But should Zay Flowers have been reaching the ball out in that situation? You know, the Ravens had a bunch of dumb penalties that they shouldn't have. Is that on John Harbaugh? Is it not? You know, I don't know. Uh, But I do think this. Coaching makes a big, big difference. And then... You know, whether it is just the coaching, Jack, or it's like playoff pedigree, the critical errors were made by the teams that don't have a whole lot of playoff pedigree, right? The absolute critical errors, the three turnovers by the Ravens, and even if you say, okay, the first one, the the strip sack by Omenahu, whatever, okay, but the Zay Flowers fumble. The Zay, the uh, Lamar Jackson interception. Critical errors. Like you would just never see it seems like Mahomes or the Chiefs make those mistakes. Or the Lions with the drops and the Jameer Gibbs fumble. The, the teams that were newer to the conference championship game at least, it felt like they kind of crumbled under the pressure. Um, and by the way, Man, you, I'm a big believer in analytics. I'm a big believer in information and the numbers and using data to explain things. I don't know one player or coach that would ever say that momentum is not real. Like, I don't know how you could watch the second half of that Niners-Lions game. And not think momentum is a real thing. So what the analytics people will say, well, like if momentum is real, why doesn't it continue? Because momentum continues until there's another play that changes the momentum back. That's that's my belief, right? That that's my belief. And man, I think any coach, I, you can feel it. It's anecdotal. Maybe there's not a great way to quantify it, but I'm telling you. You can feel it. Maybe it's subconscious, but it is real. And the Lions' epic collapse was evidence of that. How about the quarterback legs as another one, Jack? Especially Purdy. 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 Of all people, to be scrambling like that. And I know people hate the expression, the guy is a winner. And he's a winner in the sense that two weeks in a row... Even though he didn't play great, he made the plays late in the game to win the game for his team. That's what winners do. Winners have a strong tendency to make those plays late in games, and guys that aren't winners have a strong tendency to not make those plays late in games. That's how it works. Um, I'm curious, and I think Dan Campbell would just say we're being aggressive. I am curious about some of those fourth-down attempts and whether or not <clears throat> That's just him being aggressive or a little bit of a lack of belief in the field goal kicker. I'm not sure what the answer is to that, but that was one thing that jumped out to me for sure. The other thing that jumps out westshorehome.com slash Ross. We are now two days, three days depending on when you're listening to this two days away from getting our new front door. So excited. If my wife is half as excited after we get this new front door, as she was with the two upstairs bathrooms, then I'm gonna have a happy wife. And a happy wife equals a happy life. Westshorehome.com slash Ross. You can peep out my house, peep out the our, our before and after pictures of the bathrooms, and make sure you can see what the front door looked like before and looks like now. Just get the free estimate. I think you'd be surprised at the price point and that they can do it in a day. Westshorehome.com slash Ross. Ducks takes.
1: All right, Ross, we got some coordinator news before we get into the games. The Eagles, they hire former Cowboys and Chargers offensive coordinator Kellen Moore to the same role.
0: I am a fan of Kellen Moore, and I and this is documented because I really thought that the Lions made a major mistake, Lions geez, that the Cowboys made a major mistake a year ago when they fired Kellen Moore. That really surprised me, and it was one reason why I was skeptical of the Cowboys this year. I thought Kellen Moore was one of the best things the Cowboys had going a couple years ago. You know, I mean, the games he won with Cooper Rush, what he was able to do with Dak, I mean, the amount of games they won... Even though Dak was throwing picks all over the place like it was his job. I thought that was really impressive. The Chargers were a disaster this year. But I thought they still did a lot of good things offensively. I think that's a good hire for the Eagles. If they can mesh Kellen Moore's concepts in the passing game. With what the Eagles have on the offensive line. And what they're able to do in the run game. Like that hire for the Eagles because he's got a lot of experience and there's people that have interviewed him for head coaching jobs. Heck, I think the Eagles interviewed him for the head coaching job maybe when they gave it to Sirianni three years ago.
1: Falcons, they hire Rams quarterback coach Zach Robinson as offensive coordinator while the Browns, they hire Ken Dorsey.
0: So Ken Dorsey used to play for the Browns, right? So Ken Dorsey, uh, I'm pretty confident that he goes back Back to where he used to play. You know, that's a tough one for Ken. But it's nice that he gets to stay as an OC somewhere after he got fired in Buffalo. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, Not at all. And remember this. He's not actually calling the plays there. Kevin Stefanski is calling the plays in Cleveland. So it's thought of probably as a lesser job in Cleveland. Because you're not actually getting a chance to call the plays. But listen. You're still called a coordinator. You're still probably making a couple million dollars a year. So good for Ken. Meanwhile, Zach Robinson was maybe the most sought-after offensive coordinator candidate. Everybody wanted him because he's thought of as like the next guy in the Shanahan tree, right? Shanahan and McVay and LaFleur and, and Mike McDaniel and Bobby Slowick. Zach Robinson was the quarterback coach in L.A. this year working, really, Sean McVay's right-hand man. So a lot of people really wanted him. This makes sense to me to go with Raheem Morris, a guy he knows and likes. He knows the Falcons have weapons. And, you know, maybe this is part of the reason why Raheem Morris got the job. You know, maybe Raheem Morris was able to sell the Falcons' ownership and GM on like, hey, I'm just telling you, this OC that everybody else wants, Zach Robinson, if I get the job, he's coming with. I'm, I'm bringing Zach Robinson with me if I get this job. You know, sometimes that can be enough to put a guy over the top because they care greatly about who their coordinators are going to be.
1: Yep, so Ken Dorsey did play for the Browns for 2006-2008, and the Eagles did interview Kellen Moore back in 2021. And some so, other-
0: You know what I really like? I really like number one when I'm right. I'm not going to lie. And I also really like that. You're so quick, Jack, that you're able to look that stuff up and verify that I'm right while we're actually talking and not the next day. You're like a ninja, bro.
1: So some other coordinator coaching news, the bears hire former bills, defensive line coach, Eric Washington as their defensive coordinator and the Patriots promote to Marcus Covington to be their DC.
0: So, I know like nothing about both these guys. I know that Eberflus is still going to call the defense, I believe, in Chicago. And I don't know. is I don't know if Gerard Mayo is going to call the defense in New England or not. I actually don't know the answer to that. I can find out later on uh, in the week because I don't know the answer to that. But that uh, that is my suspicion. I do have some answers, though, Jack. One answer is... When the clock stops on this podcast, or whenever the game stops, that's time to order in with DoorDash. Pizza cravings hit a halftime of the big game? Ordering time. Dreaming about tacos during a timeout? Boom, they're on your doorstep. Wait, you want burgers, chips, dips, drinks, and wings instead? Even better. Order on DoorDash and get everything you want delivered without missing a minute of the game. Jack, what, what do you need to wash it down with?
1: Might be a nice, cold Labatt blue light. Is that correct? Yes!
0: Yes, Jack, and you're 21 now. So you can have a He's 23. But you're, you're, you're two years older than 21, so you can have a nice Labatt blue light. Pour one out, man, for the Ravens fans and the Lions fans. Both lost in very different, brutal fashion. Pour one out for them and the Bills fans. Unbelievable. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York.
1: And we'll move forward. We got the Ravens. They fell apart on offense while Mahomes he advances to his fourth Super Bowl 17 10 win for the Chiefs.
0: And you know what? They um the Ravens came to play with the press box food. For those of you that checked out my social media, and you should, at Ross Tucker NFL. Jack, please tell me you watched that whole video.
1: I did. I appreciate the lady at the end showcasing the crab cakes. And how about, she goes, bam!
0: (laughs) And then she said to me, she goes, I heard I'm going viral. I heard I'm going viral. I don't know. She said, my daughter texted me and said, I'm going viral. (laughs) Unbelievable. They had short rib, which is actually delicious. I'm a short rib guy. I mixed it in with the mashed potatoes. Really good. They had uh, cooked carrots. One of my least favorite things in the world. I can eat carrots. But when they're hot and warm and cooked, gross. The crab cakes were delicious and they have the world's best side candy table. Uh, I took an M&M's, peanut m and M that I'll enjoy later. And I might have had Skittles in the fourth quarter because I had them in my pocket. That was a bad decision because it was cold enough that the Skittles were hard. And so like my jaw hurts from eating cold Skittles at any rate. It's an A for the Baltimore Ravens, and, and they need it after that game. As for the game, pretty interesting, because the Chiefs come out, Jack, with two unstoppable long drives. I mean, the amount of the running by Pacheco, the third down conversions they had in that game, uh, they they controlled the clock. They had the ball for like 21 minutes or more in the first half, The O-line was pushing around the Ravens' D-line. The Ravens' D-line was getting tired. Mahomes was incredible on third down. And um, especially early in the game, getting the ball to Travis Kelsey. I mean, those guys are just... You know, when you're watching true greatness, like a guy that breaks a Jerry Rice record and a guy that's in his fourth Super Bowl in six years, we got to appreciate it. Kelsey's not going to play forever. And Mahomes might not be able to play at this level forever, especially after Kelsey's gone. So you got to really, at times, just appreciate Even if, I know some people were sick of him. I know some people were sick of Taylor Swift. They want to move on, whatever, whatever. Like, I I get it, but try to appreciate what they do because it's impressive. Uh, Now, the Lamar answered the the first drive. He had that scramble and then the bomb, the Zay Flowers to get the Ravens on board, 7-7. But, you know... The Ravens never really got the run game going. And they're just not good enough in the passing game to do it without if they can't run the ball effectively. They didn't even really try that much. And I mentioned earlier, so it's 14-7 for most of the first half. Chiefs are kind of controlling the action. Stupid penalties by the Ravens. Like the Van Noy penalty, just stupid. You, you can't do that. Travis Jones smokes Mahomes in the face. Like you, That was a good call. The Van Noy one, you can debate, but I thought that was a good call too. The Travis Jones one, you can't, but they basically gave the Chiefs a free field goal at the end of the first half. Although the Chiefs had two penalties of their own, otherwise they would have gone up at that point by two touchdowns. So at 17-7, Ravens finally start to move the ball. I mean, the, the, the Chiefs could not move the ball in the second half. The Ravens, it was six drives in a row where they scored, they only got three points starting in the second quarter. The Ravens' D settled in. But the Ravens' offense couldn't do it. They throw a bomb to Zay Flowers. He probably should have scored on that. There was a lot of open space. Credit to Lejarius Sneed for the hustle to make the tackle. Then the taunting penalty was just blatant by Zay Flowers. Why are you taunting Lejarius Sneed who just tackled you in the open field? That's dumb on multiple levels. So then they go back, but then they get back down there. Lamar throws it to um, Zay Flowers, goes in for the touchdown, except LeJarius Need punches it out right before. By the way, Jack, I interviewed LeJarius Need right after the game. He was bawling, dude, bawling. I interviewed Andy Reid. I interviewed Patrick Mahomes. Make sure you check out my social media. I'll try to get the audio of those clips. Maybe we'll play them later in the week. I did say hi. To Taylor Swift, Jack. You know, I didn't talk about that. I showed her a picture of her dad with my daughters. And no, no joke, Jack. I showed her a picture of my her dad with my daughters. And I said, Taylor, I'm I'm Ross Tucker from Why Missing. And she goes, Oh yeah, I know you. I know you. It was funny, really funny. I, it was uh it was awesome. Anyway, um Legaria had the play of the game, right? And then and then after that, the Ravens had another chance. Lamar interception to Deion Bush in triple coverage. Totally unacceptable mistake by Lamar as the Ravens once again don't get any points. Ultimately, Ravens get a field goal but can't stop the Chiefs afterwards on Mahomes' bomb to MVS to clinch it. Just a huge, huge game. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make that Zay Flowers play my bare heart-stopping moment. Because out of all the plays in, in both games, Jack, That was it. Did you know that heart disease is the number one cause of death in the U.S. due to often invisible risk factors? Learn more and assess your heart risk factors at CheckYourHeartRisks.com. Brought to you by Bear Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Hearts. Not once, but twice, LeJarius Need made the play on Zay Flowers. The bomb, LeJarius tackled him in the open field, then got the taunting. Then at the goal line, punches it out. Obviously a game-changing play, the play of the game. It's why Sneed was crying after the game. That's the heart-stopping moment.
1: After a 24-7 first half, Detroit gets shut out until the final minute. They lose to the 49ers 34-31.
0: Wow. Just wow. Lions totally dominated the first half in every way. Purdy was under duress, really struggled, had a bad interception. Jared Goff was incredibly cut, clutch, especially on third downs. How many long third downs do they have where Goff was just money in the first half getting the ball to Amon Ross St. Brown? I tweeted, and people, somebody even replied to this, Jack, and said, that's a double negative. Yeah, on purpose, bro, for effect, brother. I said, Debo Samuel and Amon Ross St. Brown have never not gotten the first down. It's uncanny, their ability to get the first down on third down. Even when they're like eight yards short, they'll make two guys miss and dive forward. Uh, Jameer Gibbs was a difference maker in, in the first half as well. And the Lions were up three scores. Niners go down, they get a field goal. Lions still up two scores. They're still moving with the ball. They get the ball down in Niners territory, still up two touchdowns. They go for it on 4th and 2 on their first drive of the second half. Could have kicked the field goal to go back up two scores. (sighs) This is who they are, and I recognize that. Reynolds was open, and he dropped it. So it's kind of hard to criticize the decision when it was a successful play call. However, I think in that instance... The going up by three score, like you're going up by three scores, whether you hit the field goal or the touchdown there. So um, I understand. I'm not. I'm not here to be criticized. I just think it's interesting. And then the play of that game was the the fifty something yard catch by Ayuk off of Vildor's face mask. I mean, are you kidding me? Purdy overthrows a bomb. Vildor has perfect coverage bounces off his face mask in hand and hands, and Ayuk catches it. Then they turn that into a touchdown, 24-17. That's when you knew the Lions were in major, major trouble. Then the snowball went downhill. Jameer Gibbs fumbled. That led to McCaffrey. Touchdown, 24-24. They did that like in eight minutes. They came back from down 17, eight minutes. Niners march again, settle for a field goal, 27-24. Again, the Lions moved it. And again, they failed on a fourth down with a makeable field goal. Again, I I struggle with when a field goal ties it or with when you can go back up by three scores. Niners used big plays by Purdy's legs and Christian McCaffrey to go up by 10. The Lions drive down. They eventually get a touchdown. You cannot call a run on third down. They call the run on third down. Montgomery gets stuffed. So then they had to go with the onside kick. They don't recover it. The Niners win. The Lions lose. Coaching a major, major factor. Coach yourself up and go to myfrontpagestory.com. Get the best holiday gift ever. Send me the email. I'll send you a press pass. What a day. I think we're done here tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft. All on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com. I already told you about that one. What about Pizza Boy Brewing? What about Sportaculture? What about HumanHeadNYC.com? What about SteakhouseSports.com? And BackOfficeScheduler.com?